Welcome to the Pontifax two-year anniversary adventure. The episode you are about to hear is part one of an actual play Pope-themed D&D adventure, DM'd by Fry and played by some of our favorite podcasters. We have Rob and Jamie from Totalis Rankium, Ari from Quest Friends, and Josh from Drunk Church History. Their characters have been tasked with a delicate mission, to kidnap the Pope. There are many obstacles in their way, and they will have to approach it with care. Will they succeed? Will they survive? Or will they fall in the Tiber River? There's only one way to find out. We hope you enjoy. My name is Ariadne, Ari for short. I am part of the Quest Friends podcast. So we are a role-playing podcast that takes place one billion years in the future. And I play a little android that's super cute. And my character in this roleplay is a rogue. His name is Milo S, but he calls it Milo's. He is basically Flynn Rider-ish type character. He is the leader of a gang named Manny and Friends, even though nobody is named Manny in the gang, but he just likes that name. That's me. My name is Josh. I am one of the two hosts for the Drunk Church History podcast. My character that I am playing today is uh, Odysseus. He is a, a monk. And he is a he is a loner type. He is a direct descendant of the original Odysseus who helped to bring the gospel to Ethiopia when he was sold as a slave with his brother. And then he eventually left and his brother became the, the first bishop out there. And so this man has uh, has wandered around since then. I am Rob. I am half of Totalus Rankium, a uh, podcast that rates all the emperors and the presidents. And in this, I'm playing Constans, who is a, well, he's an urchin uh, and an orphaned urchin, uh, but he's grown up a bit and he's joined the army and he's a soldier and he's very, very, very keen and very excited to be here, wherever here is. Uh, hi, I'm Jamie. I'm the other half. Well, I'm, I, I sit next to Rob while he records an episode of Total's Rankium. And in this, I'm playing Constantine Constantius. He's a very grizzled, very worn-down war vet um, in the army, and um, he has to put up with Constans. And I am Bree, and you should know me if you're listening to this feed, and I will be playing Ainsworth. And Ainsworth is a pilgrim from the English church. She's a middle-aged, medium-build, medium-height woman with blonde hair of the angles and blue eyes. She wears a traveling cloak that is fastened, but there's a bit of a bulk and a clank to her that suggests she might be wearing something heavier underneath. She is on her way to Rome on pilgrimage, and she carries an itinerary of the grave sites of the martyrs and popes. I feel like you maybe went way over everybody else right there. I was like, man, I needed to add more. I wrote it in in advance, so I was prepared. <laughs> Overachieving there, Brie. (laughs) 
I'm playing the cleric so you don't all die. How about that? Well, I'm Fry. I usually start the feed. Now I'm ending the feed, I guess. The intro's here. I'm gonna be running this game, I guess. Take us away on an adventure! I'm gonna try. First of all, we have to preface this with, this is gonna be not super historically (laughs) accurate. I tried my best. (laughs) But sometimes you just have to go with it. I mean, I have spells, so we'll go with it. I I didn't realize magic spells were an option. This is exciting. Maybe, Maybe I'll find some. Through someone you trust, you have been contacted by the Exarch of Ravenna, Olympias, for a special mission. You know only that the mission will involve traveling to the great city of Rome, retrieving something, and bringing it back to Constantinople. Your comrade has hinted at great rewards. You've been selected for a reason. So what do you think your useful skills are? Why might you be selected? Well, I, I don't think I was selected. I I think Constantius was selected, and I'm tagging along with him, and he can't shake me. I, I feel that's pretty much accurate. I think I was selected because I'm, you know, very, very successful war veteran. Very violent if I need to be, but now just very worn down. I just thought, well, it's just, I'm a week away from retirement, for goodness sake. I need to chill out, and they've stopped me with a damn new recruit. Milo was selected in a way, although that's not the best word, because he he's like a, a semi-famous thief, and he's very good at his job, except when he's not. And this time he wasn't, because he actually was caught, and then was basically told, either you uh, face a harsher punishment, or you participate in this mission that we want you to do because you are you're good at what you do sometimes, and so he doesn't have any other choice but go and do whatever this is. That's why he's going without his gang of people. No friends, only Manny. Manny's having secret raves. <laughs> yeah, that leaves Josh. Yeah, um, I believe that I was selected on this because I was uh, in town when this, when this, with my, um, with some other members from my monastery, and uh, they they knew that I had uh, experience in somewhat dicey quests that that may require a bit of moral flexibility. So I was put forward, being a member of the the more Eastern-oriented church as, as someone who seemed to be likely uh, a likely candidate to help whatever is going on between the, uh, the two warring uh, factions here. The good cleric isn't with you yet, so she wasn't selected at all. I'm on pilgrimage. The meeting between you and the Exarch has been arranged in a neutral, isolated, and secret location. He addresses you with an air of authority and little to no preamble. You know why you're there. The Emperor of the Romans in Constantinople, Constans II, is troubled. The Pope, His Holiness Martin I, has recently defied summons to the capital. While the dignity of the Pope and his authority in spiritual matters is not in doubt, the Emperor has some questions, doubts even, regarding some of the Pope's most recent declarations. If the Pope will not willingly submit to the Emperor, he must be forced to answer for his heresies. You have been chosen as agents of the Emperor. To protect the dignity and purity of the Church, you must travel to Rome, capture the Pope, 
and bring him back to the capital, Constantinople. Ordinarily, the emperor would send a legion of soldiers, but with the recent wars in the east and the current political situation in Rome, it would be preferable to handle the matter discreetly. You can handle this discreetly, can't you? I, I'm sorry, Han- are we going to Rome? You are going to Rome. <laughs> so exciting! I've heard a lot about Rome. Oh god, when there was a kid, it's a dump. Rome is good and all, but did you say that, uh, just so that I understand, you want us to actually take the physical Pope and take it here to Constantinople? Am I hearing that right? Is it not a physical object? Also called Pope? The Pope is your physical object, yes. We get to meet the Pope! Oh, Constantius, I'm so glad you brought me here. Oh, God. Pretty sure we can handle this. The reward is a chest full of gold. 1,000 pounds, to be specific. A king's ransom. And don't forget, you'll be earning the eternal thanks of the emperor. Do well, and you are sure to earn his favor. That doesn't sound quite bad. I, I, I never had a gold coin in my life. I, I'm so excited. I'll end it through a retirement fund. Brilliant. If a few items go missing from the treasure stores of the church during his abduction, the emperor will be saddened but not concerned. The church is very wealthy, after all. I can offer you a monetary advance of ten solidi each. Any expenses incurred in the capture of the Pope will be reimbursed, upon his successful delivery, of course. If the Pope has, as we all suspect, fallen into error, then any declarations he makes against you are null and void. Worry not for your immortal soul. If he sees the truth again and recants, I will ensure that he forgives you. In time, he may even thank you for delivering him. Well, this keeps getting better every second, so <laughs> w- when can we go? I'll take the uh, the advance now, please. That's <laughs> Yeah, he's going to give you the advance. <laughs> the plan is as follows. You will travel to Rome by sea, posing as pilgrims or merchants or whatever disguises you find suitable. The Pope is well guarded, as you might expect from a man of his station. He currently resides in the Castel Sant'Angelo in Rome. He leaves only to perform daily services. We do not have a current map of the castle, as it was recently renovated. Luckily, the Castel Sant'Angelo is a porous structure. We have received word that the Pope, to protect himself, intends to leave Rome, to secret himself away to a location that would be impossible to remove him from in a timely manner. While traveling, he will be well guarded day and night. It is of the utmost importance that you capture him before he departs. Once again, circumstances are favorable for extraction from the Castel Sant'Angelo. He cannot in good faith leave for several months. You should have several weeks to pull this off. I have arranged for a ship named Angel Wings to be waiting in the harbor to bring you immediately to Constantinople. You must leave Rome immediately with the captured Pope. For the citizens, misled and deluded as they are, are certain to riot. In his delusion, the Pope may offer you rewards or utter threats. I would caution you not to listen to him. While you may be briefly tempted, I am sure a contemplation on the penalties for breaking faith with the Emperor will remove any doubts. It must also be understood that if you are captured, you are to deny any knowledge of me, the Emperor, or this meeting. But I'm sure it won't come to that, will it? 
if 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 the Pope were to have an unfortunate accident and die, would that be okay? The Exarch stops for a moment and says, if he were to have an unfortunate accident and die, the Emperor would be saddened, but it would give him a chance to shape the new Pope. That makes sense. I had a friend when I was a child who had an accident and he died and I was very sad. I, I scoot my chair a little bit further away from him and then ask, um, now I'm sorry, you, you mentioned that the Pope was, was uh, somewhat worried for his safety, it was fearing for his safety and is intending to leave when he gets an opportunity. Has something occurred previously that would cause him to, to feel um, diseased? We had attempted to send another delegation to capture him, but they were unfortunately struck down. Struck down? Struck down with what? Like, awe? No. What were they? They were blinded, weren't they? Yeah, they they were blinded. <laughs> Neat. By the will of God. It, you know, it's, it's silly. Sounds uncomfortable. I don't see anything impossible here. Uh, at least not, not for uh, Milo's leader of the many and friends gang at present. So um, you found yourselves in good hands. Well, you leave in the morning. He'll give you your, go- your advance, your 10 gold piece advance. Thank you. Do, do I need to give this money to someone? Yeah, to me. Yeah, I can't, Constantius, can you, 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 you'll look after this, won't you? I'll look after this very well, yes, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Dad, I mean, sir, um, thank you. And don't you forget it. We're gonna hand wave the whole boat thing, because uh, I don't want to name captains. This isn't the point of this. Apparently I could do a whole seafaring section if I felt like it, but I don't. Can we just do a montage of a sky across the sea? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what sort of, I guess, some sort of sea shanty should be sung. As long as uh, Constance falls off the edge of the boat at least five times and has to be fished back out. Yes. He's Hey Hey the Chicken. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Milo's is gonna look concerned whenever... Constance is leaning too close to the edge and try to fish him out. But it's fine. I feel like I'm learning from the situation, so I, I'm happy. You're falling off less! How much crime is Milo teaching the young? Uh, uh I don't know. Um, hmm. I don't know what things he could be teaching him. Maybe some sort of, like, pickpocketing kind of thing out of maybe out of Constant just, but then put it, it right back in. <laughs> Just like... <laughs> I really wouldn't do crime, because I, it's just not the right thing to do. But if it is just, like, redistribution, then I'm okay with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just, you know, sometimes you don't... People that have too much have too much, and some people that have too little have too little, and you just have to move the things around, really. It's nothing... It's not really a bad thing if you're helping others, right? No, I understand. Constantius is always telling me he doesn't have enough. So if I can do anything to help him out, I will definitely do that. I heavily nod. Constantius is going to keep finding things in his pocket. What sort of weird things do you put in his pocket? Uh, I, I spend the entire trip when I'm not flung off the side of the ship just picking things up that I see that I think Constantius will find useful in his retirement. So that, that's everything from bits of meat in the kitchen to uh, just 
the ship's log. Because I, I know he likes a good read. Uh, Milos will help putting it sneakily in, in there. <laughs> a pile of meat bits in a ship's log are now your presents. <laughs> are, are you presenting them to me, or are you sort of... No, no, I'm hiding them around your person throughout the day. <sighs> like, sometimes in your pockets and sometimes in your pillowcase. Um, it's just something I start doing. Uh, I, th- I think uh, Constantius would be getting quite annoyed at that. Is it the meat or is it the ship's block? <laughs> is this seasickness? He's going to uh, find something inside of his toe. Yuck. <laughs> mm. Gross. Ah, my wooden toe. Your hollow wooden toe. Ah, oh, fantastic. Yeah, I do. I, I definitely stuff something in your wooden toe. Because I know how much you love your wooden toe. I do. Well, I, I, un- I unsqueak it. I un... Uh, I loosen it, it's a bit like a bolt and I take out a, uh, it's a what's a crumpled up bit of paper yeah it is, uh, I've just written the words thank you on a crumpled up piece of paper because I'm so grateful that Constantius has brought me along yeah it's, it's also got like when you read the letter I it's got a little heart where the dot should be I lean over and ask whoever's nearest to me uh, is, he, is he okay? is everything alright with this guy? I mean I just met them so i'm not sure but the, the kid seems okay he seems okay i just don't want to be blinded because of of him <laughs> yeah no this is a very um very fair concern uh i definitely think we should keep an eye on him but i i don't know i think he means well and as long as we just keep an eye on him once in a while it shouldn't cause too much trouble i hope that's your sea montage <laughs> yes so your journey across the sea was full of shenanigans, but also not a pleasant one. There were plenty of storms that raged, and it delayed your arrival significantly. Uh-oh. But you're in Rome now. It's a grand, decadent wreck. Pillars of marble are propped up with wood. Broken aqueducts are up in the hills. There's broken walls that are hastily repaired. Trees are growing in courtyards. Cattle are penned in in, in collapsed villas. Uh, it stinks of sweat, seawater, and sewage. The city, though diminished, is full of life. So you depart your boat, and... Anne Swift is there. Hello. What about me? You're there. You saw a ship named the Angel Wings. You assumed there were pilgrims on it. Yes, I'm very interested to see who comes off of this ship. I'm going to get a little bit closer, but not too close, because I'm not really familiar with this environment. I've only just arrived. Who's who's getting off the boat? Can I be the first to get off the ship? Absolutely. That's not because I like am first to walk off the ship. I just happen to fall off again. So I I, I just... Climb up onto the uh, the wharf, dripping wet, but with a big grin looking around. I'm, I'm going to go over to him and ask him, are you all right? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely fine. Is this Rome? Is I didn't think Rome had a port. Uh, I bet this is Rome, though. This, this is Rome. You're here. Are you a pilgrim? Uh, 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 ooh, ooh. Yes, um, he's a pilgrim. Hi. Oh, hi. 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 Yes, I'm a pilgrim. Yeah, wait. <laughs> Oh, look, there's a group of you. Oh, we, we, we're all pilgrims here. There's nothing 
Fantastic. Look, everyone, I found a person. I am also a pilgrim. My name's Ainsworth. My name's Constantius. Where's the Pope? Where's the Pope? I am going to see the Pope as well. I believe he's in Castel San Angelo. Are are you familiar with these locations? Because we were sure um, if you could point us away, that would be quite helpful. I'm unfortunately not very familiar with this area. I've only just arrived, but I'm going there as well. And as you see, I am a woman all by myself. If if you're going that way, might I accompany you? Sure. It's just, you know, you know how those barbarians the are. The port from Rome is 50 miles from Rome. <laughs> <laughs> it is the idea of Rome. <laughs> Good old exercise. Maybe the boat sailed up the Tiber and got a little bit closer. <laughs> Be a terrible ride, but... It's fine. We're, we're close. We're close. There's a river. There is a river. I didn't say it was geographically accurate. So it's all right if I tag along with you then? Um, my, uh, Constance is, is sort of jumping up and down, but not opening his mouth. Um, but he obviously wants to say something. Is he, is he having some sort of religious fit? No! Uh, uh, Constantius, you said I was never allowed to talk to any women ever again after I talked to your wife. Am I allowed to talk to this one? Absolutely not. You're not going to speak to any female again, not after the irreparable damage you caused my marriage. I'm just going to give a little side eye there, like, ooh, okay. Something's happening. Drama. Yeah, my little shuffle uncomfortably. So it's okay if I come with you just as long as I don't talk to the young boy? I nod vigorously. Can I, can I at least put rope around his mouth? Or his throat? Either way, it's good for me. I think that's a little bit unkind. You're going to look like a slave trader. Well... Oh, he's much nicer than slave traders. I've known some slave traders. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, we just like to jest a lot. It's, it's all, you know, uh, we like jokes here. It's fine. I wouldn't be opposed to the gag. That's that's probably okay. I, I, I'm already feeling sorry for, for the young man, but I'll say nothing for now as I gauge these new strange people getting off the boat. So you said you were heading towards the Pope, so I guess we should probably get a move on if we want to make it there before dark. Uh, that would be nice since uh, apparently it seems to be farther than I thought. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you can always go up the river, but you know. Uh, you know, a good old old walk never killed anybody, except maybe it did at some point, but it won't kill us. <laughs> Plus, you need to be careful of those Tiber crocodiles. Ooh, they're nasty. All right, so on we go towards Castel San Angelo. Do you want to just walk all the way there? Do you want to go up the river? What are we doing? I, I skip. I, I walk uh, and keep an eye on, on Constance to make sure that he's not going to fall into the river or anything. I fall in the river. I'm going to have to help him out of the river, I imagine, and I'll be a little bit clanky when I do so. I grab Constance, I take the rope from his mouth and say, they're not cute little geckos. I'm not sure what a gecko is, but they're not geckos. I'm, I'm sorry, Constantius, it's fine. It's this way, it's this way to Rome. Quickly! Are, are you sure? This this signpost says Milan. It's, it's, it's on the way to Milan. I, I looked at the maps and everything. Come on. Should we roll a perception or what would you like, Frive? Survival from whoever wants to give directions. I think it should be Constance and Constantine because they've looked at the signs. Survival for, for looking at a sign? That seems harsh. Maybe the sign is made up like a really sharp like material and it can like fall on your head if you don't. I rolled a 20. Hey. 
Oh, I, I think I can't help but feel that this is accurate to the characters. I rolled a two. Constantius does not think that is the way to roll. And Constans will have to either convince him or just follow along behind his mentor. Well, I, I'm not going to argue with Constantius. I'm quite, I'm used to it being pointed out that I am entirely wrong. So when Constantius points out that actually the city of Rome is visible just over my shoulder and I'm pointing in the other direction, I, I am willing to go with it. We're next with science is welcome to Rome. So you eventually get to the actual city of Rome that I sort of already described because that's how it is in the thing, which is fine. You know, I thought maybe there were boats, but then I thought about it harder and then I looked it up. Another walking montage. A lot of Constan falling into the water. Absolutely. That's what all of these montages are. I never cease to be amazed at how much slower his skipping actually makes our journey take. That's because half the time I'm slip I'm skipping in the wrong direction. He's skipping, then he's slipping. Yeah. Sometimes both, somehow. At the same time. Yeah, at the same time, somehow. So we've made it to the Welcome to Rome sign, and I am going to be amazed at how bustling this city is. It's broken down, but it's bustling. I came from England, where the church has only just established itself, so I'm still very impressed. Meanwhile, Vilas is going to look kind of disappointed, like, oh, this is it? I thought it would look a little bit less dirty. Not that Constantinople is clean, but... Mm. Constantius came here as a child, and he's just looking absolutely disgusted. It's like, it, it's, it's a dump. It's an absolute dump. It may be a dump, but it is the holy dump. The eternal dump. I I suppose putting holy in front of it makes it slightly less dumpy. <laughs> but not that much. Well, there's so much to see in the city. We'll go and we'll take in the sights of the martyrs. We'll go see the Pope. It'll be wonderful, you guys. Yes, let's go and see the Pope. Yeah, let's start with that Pope thing. That That's the most uh, interesting part. It's kind of like putting that cart before the horse, but all right. Constantius leans into his gown and pulls out a sword. What? What? What are you doing? It, it, you know, it's... I'm just preparing to meet the Pope. Is it sword time? It's a holy sword. It's just a holy... I'm just carrying it. It's a holy sword. That's all it is. All right. All right. You know, sometimes it just makes a better experience to just go and see things with swords out. You know, it, it makes it more interesting, for sure. Nothing to think about that. Yeah, you mentioned feeling a little insecure, and so we're with you, and, you know, it always helps to have at least one person yeah. carrying something to ward off the bandits. Yeah, yeah, it's for protection. That's a very good point. Okay, I feel settled for the moment. So, the Castel San Angelo is a squat round building, less of a castle and more of a heap of fortifications. There's guards roaming around outside. There's guards at the gate. There's guards inside. The guards inside look as though they're marching for effect in practice. They seem extra fierce. The guards at the gate don't seem as, you know, awful. You know, I have, I have a bit of a of a passion for architecture. I think it'd be kind of nice if we could walk around the, the whole, the whole uh, structure here and maybe just kind of see all of it. Is, is everybody okay with that? Uh, absolutely. Sure, let's see it. Let's check it all out. As we do, I want Akinmailos uh, look for to see if there's any ent any like semi secret entrances or that they're like more unguarded than others to be more not noticed as we look around. Yes, if you're going to look around, like a perception 
check or something like that. Yes, perception check is great. A nine? That's not bad. You're doing a whole walk around. Can I roll to see if I perceive the front door? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. He does not. That would be a natural one that I managed to roll there. I, I'm guessing I don't spot the front door. No, you can't see that at all. It's called a critical fail. You're back in the river, aren't you? Yes, I am. I'm going to roll a perception, but I'm not looking for secret entrances because I don't know what they're here for. So I'm just perceiving the actual building. You guys are terrible at looking at buildings. What building? Odysseus is the only one who's going to see anything. And with that 18, you can figure out links and stuff, which they have on this map for you. We did a loop. Okay, and we didn't see any secret entrances or anything. No, everything looks to be legit. The bridge goes to another smaller cathedral in what you assume to be like housing for the clergy. And then there is a side door for servants on the east side. Ooh. Oh, okay. I like that. Miles is going to start just heading towards that place. It's like, mm, this is an interesting uh, entrance. But probably more interesting experience if we go through here. But I don't think that door is for pilgrims. Well, um, true. Well, it, it, it could be. It could be. that uh, Maybe it's not now, but that doesn't mean it, we can't make it for pilgrims. We want a personal experience tour here. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's our first time, maybe our only time, you know, travel is sometimes complicated. So why not make it unique? Are you trying to persuade me? Yeah, sure, I can try and roll the uh, (laughs) persuasion. Oh man, an eight? God. What do I roll to counter the persuasion? Yeah, it's insight. Insight, okay. Oh, well, I am slightly persuaded because I rolled a seven. Yes, you are persuaded that going through the side door is more intimate. It will be a special experience, I suppose. All right, well, I don't know if that door is going to be accessible, but you could try. Uh, Can I see if it's locked? Well, there is a guard in front of it, and he does not want you there. Oh, there's a guard still. Oh, okay. I talk to the guard. No! (laughs) Hello! Hi. The public entrance is in the front. But my friends were telling me that this is a more personal tour. Can we come in this way? You cannot. Okay. I turn around to everyone and shrug my shoulders. I walk up to the guard, uh, Constantius, and I use my intimidation. There it goes. There's the ten. The guard just sort of looks back at you and says, if you're not with the madam, you cannot come through here. The madam? Who is this madam? <laughs> you're clearly not with the madam. <laughs> We, we certainly are. Yeah, it's our, our, our friend here, and he's just gonna... Uh... Oh, that madam. Oh, no, no, she is a madam. That's why I'm not allowed to talk to her. Well, we're just, you know, it's, it's just a game we have, but we're definitely with her. Yeah, um, and if, if that requires us to come here, then yeah, we are with, with her. She can vouch. We came with her, right? We came with you. We walked all of these times. Everybody's suggesting that I'm the madam? I'm supposed to persuade this man that I'm the madam. All right. With disadvantage, please. No, I I rolled a four with disadvantage. Oh, no. They're like, "Mm, you're the worst whores I've ever met. Please (laughs) come back when you are better at this. Excuse me. Did you just call me a whore? I am a righteous and pure lady. 
I am offended now. Well, you don't get to come in the side entrance. Purity goes in the front. Well, that I can't argue with, so... <laughs> if anybody's offended on my behalf, maybe they'll do something, but I can't argue with that, so... Yeah, I, I'm sorry, I, I really don't feel comfortable with you, um... With you thinking such things about our, our companion here, what, what what do you mean by um by calling her that? How am I a terrible whore? <laughs> yes, please explain why she's terrible. I asked if you were with the madame, and you said yes, and now you're mad that I'm assuming you were a whore? No, it's that she's terrible. That's the part that, that we're really concerned with here. We usually, you got a password, and you come in, and you're good at this, and I just don't think that you're with the madam. So if you're just pilgrims, you should go in the front. But but we are. We just said we are. She she is the madam. You just don't have to be rude towards her. Banana two five two. I'm having to go at the password. <laughs> that is not the password. Constantius gives Constance a massive slap on the head. Ow. Well, obviously, the password is we are not pilgrims. That's the password, correct? So you know, I've said it. We're not pilgrims. Whatever the madam. I'm going to have to call my friends to escort you out of here if you don't go in the front. There's no need to call anyone. We don't have to call anybody. I'm over here having a personal crisis as to why why the uh, building that the Pope is in needs horrors in the first place. It's really hurting my sensibilities. Psychic damage. Roll a d4 for psychic damage. As we walked around and, and you know we did our perception checks and everything, we noticed that this was one of the side entrances. Did we notice that this this particular entrance only has the one guard, and are there any other guards within sight? This entrance only has the one guard. There are several guards that are walking the perimeter at any given moment. Is it like a secluded? Like, is it how visible it is? You know, if, if some accident were to happen to this guard. It's a little less visible from, like, the front, but only because of the bridge above it but anyone on the bridge could see you very clearly while Ainsworth is um is having her psychic uh, breakdown right here i want to pull the others aside and remind them that we do have some time to kill before this task has to be done and so this guard is obviously not going to let us through but you know it wouldn't hurt to maybe keep this as as our primary option and maybe come back at a less visible time of day does that mean we can sightsee now if we are careful and not falling to reverse I'm just going to, like, stare at Constance specifically. Or, or, guys, or I could just, you know, run him through with my sword. Oh, he's very good at running people through. I've seen this before. Uh, we don't have to go through that right now. You know, um, that, that sword can be can wait for, for uh, later times. You don't have to do it with this guard. It's a holy sword. It, it Yeah, it's safe for holy people, right? And... This guard doesn't look really holy. And he's going to do it like with a lower voice so that ain't with, so that she can't hear that part. But don't worry. Once Constantius has, has like done his stuff, I mean, they're really holy then. They're full of holes. What, what was that? Did I hear holy? Are, are we going to the, the catacombs or something? Yes. Yes, absolutely. That's what we're doing. Let's let's go. Thank, thank you, sir. The Taurus route. Can I try and shake the hand of the guard before we leave? The guard will shake your hand. Excellent. He's not pleased with it. I then give him a hug. No, he does not want this. Yeah, Constantius slaps you again and pulls you away. Are we going to carry on, or did, was there something else you guys wanted to do? Uh, I think I think I like the idea of, of sightseeing. Yeah. I don't know, maybe the catacombs or something, and wait until it's a little bit later, and then go back. 
Great! That sounds like a plan. The catacombs aren't that far away, actually, so... They aren't. That's perfect! Let's go sightsee a little bit more in here, then. Better than 50 miles. Um, do you guys want to roll some... Mm, let's go with, like, perception checks, just to, like, hear some around-town rumors. I rolled a six. Constance, you hear that the castle is full of gold and that the Pope is hoarding it. That's really exciting. I rolled a 16. You overhear that Ruth, the cleaner, the maid in the castle, has a unclean past, if you know what I mean. Constance does not know what you mean. Is that the horror they were confusing me with? No. She has an unclean past. Keep that information in mind, I guess. I'm a, I'm apparently deaf and dumb since I rolled a four, so. I rolled a ten. The rumors say that Cardinal Delver suffers from terrible, guilty nightmares. Ooh. Guilt? Do, do we all hear the, the, the rumors that the other person hears too? No, but they can tell you. Odysseus hears that the Pope's staff is proper magic, full of lightning and holy fire. Very bad. See, that's that's cool. I say nothing about magic. So what did I learn with my 21? Did you roll a d50? All right, you hear that the Pope's personal guard can crush a man's skull with their bare hands. I mean, that sounds alarming, but I am I am reassured that the Holy Father is protected. Constantius can do that, he's told me. Rylus is going to laugh nervously. Constance hears that the Pope's guard are superstitious of mirrors. It's the only thing that they fear. What? <laughs> That's weird. Constance isn't entirely sure what a mirror is, so he just figures that it's probably some kind of lizard. Odysseus hears that the laundress of the castle wanders the streets at night. Oh, well, that's uh, it's good, you know, once less suspect to worry about, I guess, if we were suspecting somebody. She wanders the street at night. There's a lot of suggestive comments here about the staff. Constance obviously isn't thinking this. <laughs> wanders the streets at night. What if she gets cold? Maybe if there's a member of the staff who's wandering the streets of n at night and they're expecting her to return, then, and that's as far as he gets, because that's all he can think. Well, I, you know, obviously Constantine or Constantius could, uh, you know, take care of her. With your holy sword, I assume? Yes, of course. Shame on you, we're pilgrims! Constantine finds out that Constantius, that's who we got, there's too many Constans in here, and you did this on purpose. That's uh, Roman history for you. You overhear that Cardinal Zorn knows more than he lets on. He's a sly fox, that one. Then Odysseus again overhears that half the priests in the city keep mistresses, and the other half visit other men. But are they terrible ones, or...? Oof. Only the worst whores. Whilst everyone's listening to rumours, um, can Constance just wander into an establishment? Uh, he, he figures that he could get a drink of water there, but it is a an establishment of... Ill repute. Questionable, negotiable morals, shall we say. Constance has no idea, but he just happens to wander in. And who knows, maybe narratively this might move things on. <laughs> it's might. So, I gotta roll how many whores are in this whorehouse. Sentences I did not know I would hear when I woke up this morning. Currently, when Constance walks into this building, there are 13 scantily clad girls 
There does not look to be a bar here. Constance walks up to whichever one is nearest and waves at them like about like like right in front of their face, a big wave and a big smile and asks for a glass of cold water. Can I um can I perceive if I saw where he went? Sure. Oh, it's okay. I'm fairly sure everyone saw where I went because I, I shouted I'm getting a glass of water and walked into the so building. So I'm just going to like follow him to the door just to make sure he's okay. I'm going to let him make his own mistakes. But you know, I, I've got my mace in case, you know. Constantius is just going to follow and just peep through the curtains. Uh, yeah, Milo's is also going to follow. I like the idea that this whorehouse is almost directly next to the catacombs. Sounds about right. Very accurate. Clearly, I can't mentally make this joke myself, but... Are you thirsty, baby? Aren't you quite the tall drink of water? Uh, yeah, no, I did go in. Uh, Milo's knew exactly what this place was, uh, and <laughs> did not want any trouble to be ha- to happen here. Yeah, he's casually going to ask, like, Oh, uh, yeah, wait, wait, uh, is any one of you the madame by any chance? Oh, you want to speak to the madame? All right. One of them leaves to go get her and she comes back a while later she's got bright red hair has seen better days much older than the young women and men under her charge Milo's gonna kind of go up and be like mm, to, to himself oh, I didn't think that would work at all mm. uh, hello uh, madam uh, do you have a name other than that I've heard a lot of things about you great things you know some people may ask uh, we would like to get more acquainted with you, just in a in a in a more uh, casual casual way. Nothing nothing professional here. Do you yeah have a name or something regarding a password? And he's gonna kind of wink. He is so smooth. Wow, thought I was the one with negative one charisma. One of the ladies is going to get Constance some water because he's clearly not paying for anything else. I smile a lot and I pull out a straw that's in my my pocket. And I put it in the water, and I slurp away. Constantius reaches into his pocket and pulls out a wallet. A wallet? What is that thing? Uh, a, a leather thing full of money. That's where you, where all your gold coins sit? Yep. Do they just fall out because the top's open? Yeah, yep. They spill out all over the floor. And I hold my wallet out and say, What do you know? Uh, it's a field day. Everybody in the room dives for the money. That you have now spilled all over the floor. Um, and they don't really tell you anything. Though, Aww. the madame is composed and talking to Milo and says, Her name is Liv- Livia. Well, he was just like, oh, you know, do you know anything regarding a password? And just like winking at her. Uh, she tells you it's not so much a password, but there is a couple of different trinkets that allow her into places that other people can't get. Is it a feather boa? No. If you would like one of the tokens, she can sell them to you for five gold piece each. Mm. Well, uh, he's gonna grab some coins from the floor. <laughs> that weren't his. Well, I've only got two left, so... I don't have any because I gave all mine to Constantius at the start. Yeah, that's all gone now. They've been dumped on the ground <laughs> because he has a wallet instead of a bag. I, I would assume if, if 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 Milo sees five gold coins on the floor from Constantius, he's just gonna grab those. Try to be really sneaky so that it's not noticeable that he's not giving his own money, and then give <laughs> those coins to her. You just you just keep doing one of those like sneezes where you lean over really far. Yeah, 
It's like, <laughs> sorry, <clears throat> yeah, this floor is really nice stuff. <laughs> Lovely woodwork. The Madam Olivia, she accepts your gold and hands you a little token with the Pope's head on it. Hmm. It's just so inappropriate. All of this is inappropriate. I, well, I'm waiting outside, but that it will be my judgment. I lean over and ask, oh, is this the face of the current Pope? Yes. Good. Good to, good to know what he looks like. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice nice face. Very. If only there was somebody that, you know, made judgments about the different faces of the Popes, it would be really, really nice. But alas. While Ainsworth is, is outside and we are all inside, assuming that commotion is starting to die down or, or like it's, it's, it's still loud enough that we can talk for a second, I want to ask, are we, uh, what are we going to do about this Ainsworth character? Are we, is she going to, to join us? Is she, are we going to try to ditch her in the catacombs somewhere? What are, what are we going to do about her, friends? I, I like her. She reminds me of my mum before she died. Okay, then. We, we don't want her to be suspicious, and I guess she isn't a liability right now. I guess if she turns out to be one, we could try and sneak out without her noticing, but she, you know, seems okay right now. We can we can probably lose her at some point inside the, the, play, the uh, place where the Pope is. As long as we know what we're doing, we're good. With that, I'll turn around and walk back out of the establishment. I finish my water and give a hug to everyone that I can get close to and then leave. I give you another slap. I'm uh, just outside having Ow. a prayer. Oh boy. Well, at least you already sort of paid them, so they're not going to not take your hugs. It's the easiest job they've had all night. <laughs> I, I assume it, it got a little bit later, right? I don't know how long we spent in these places, but if it's like evening-ish or whatever, Milo's will be like, well, you know, we made some progress. We made a lot of tours and we have these beautiful tokens that might allow us to go to see the Pope. And I had a wonderful time. You got a token inside the House of Ill Repute to go see the Pope? Yeah, we just, you know, found one. It's really, uh, it has his face, so I, uh, it allows us to see him. Picked it up from a, ho- a vendor of holy relics outside of the uh, the catacombs earlier. You, you just didn't notice us get it. Yeah. That what what he said exactly? Yeah, you gotta lie. I've got a negative one too. Oh, shit! I got a seven. Here comes my insight. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, she doesn't believe you one second. So where did you really get it, Constance? Can I try? Do I have to roll another insight against him now that they're trying? Yes. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god! Another twenty-four. Oh my god. Oh, that's two critical successes in a row. I'm not buying anything that you guys say. Please? They really were water merchants. I'm just glad that you have it. Let's let's go meet the Pope. But I don't believe you for a second, you lying liar faces. Constance looks really sad. Constance just cleans the artifact. I guess if it's going to allow us to see the Pope, I'm excited. Yeah, it doesn't matter where it came from if it allows us to see the Pope in a very special way. And if you if you stole it, that's on your soul, not mine. Oh, no, no, we did not steal it. If you say so. I admit to things stolen and this is not one of them. It has gotten dark since you have been arguing. I think we might want to uh, find a place to, to stay for the evening. What do you guys think? Or, or we could go and try that door. Yeah, if it's, if it's, we can try and see how densely populated that place is now maybe there's less people on the bridge see if the guard's there or we could put Constance there he could keep falling off the edge and that'll be a distraction yeah he could be on the bridge well no actually we don't want poor kid the gates 
to the inner courtyard are now closed, and there are guards in front of those. Ah, son of a... Oh, what? Are they more crowded now? No, it's just nighttime when they closed. Oh, to get to the inside of the... Okay, well, how many people are around the place? There is still a regular patrol of guards. Can we still get access to the side door? Not from the front gate. But can we go down the side? Yeah, if there's anything on the side that we can get in the, the place. Do a perception check. Ah, what? I didn't know I could roll a zero. I guess I have a negative one in perception. God, my rolls. Oh, no. I, oh. I rolled a one. Uh, so Constance um, just points at the closed gates at the front and shouts, There's the door. Unfortunately, tonight... You have no idea how they would get in there. Well, I suppose we'll have to try to see the Pope in the morning. If we have the token, we should be able to just present it and everything will be fine. Could I try and climb over the gate? Do a stealth and a athletics. I'm definitely reminded of like student night outs where someone's saying, let's go home and do it in the morning. And someone's saying, no, we can climb it. Oh boy, you are both loud and not very good at climbing. It's like you're trying to do it directly next to the gate, or even on the gate. I'm standing on a guard to get higher up to climb. I don't think that's going to work for you guys. Give me a bunk up. I look for any hotels, lodging, taverns nearby while they do that. Good news. Directly across the street, there is a solid choice. A nice inn, an old stone building with a new tile roof, and you can see very good into, like, the courtyard from the second floor if you were to go upstairs. Um, it is called the Sober Monk Inn. Perfect. This is exactly where I'd like to be. So I'm going to just gesture to them that I'm going to go get us some rooms, and then I'd like to go talk to the innkeeper. Well, Constantia's just going, where sells beer? It would be... Over here, theoretically. Yeah, I guess I'm just gonna go to... It, do we know when the place opens? Yeah, it's gonna open like 6am. It's early. Alright, we need to see the Pope. First thing in the morning, 6am. So I guess we need a good night's rest for that. So I guess I'll ask the uh, the innkeeper if they have any rooms available. They definitely have a few rooms available. People don't normally like to come to this inn. They want something much fancier usually. Despite the location. So, are they expensive? Not at all. There's already a couple pilgrims inside that you recognize from your boat. Wow! Amazing! This is a wonderful place! So how much is it going to cost us to spend the night as a group? As a group, it's going to be like one gold piece. Yeah, easy. I will I will pay pay for everyone's room out of the charity of my pilgrim heart. Oh, that's really nice. And then, um... I guess they can either go to- I'm gonna go to bed. Uh, yeah, I think- I think I'm, I am going to as well, yeah. But I'm going to, like, try to- if, if I can get a room that, like, has the window directly to the- that looks directly into the place where we're heisting the next morning, I want that, that room. Yes, none of the other pilgrims have taken it yet. Constantius waits outside and, and is is sort of just watching- the, the 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 palace castle thing. Um, do we need a perception check? He spends all night awake, basically. Yeah, Miles is not really going to sleep. He's just going to look at it from the window. Oh, he's really fancy room. 
Ooh. Ooh, there you go. Ooh. The longer you wait, the more you realize that the entire circuit the guards make takes about 20 minutes. Very good to know. Ooh. I want to see if I can also per- perceive anything looking at stuff on the overnight. Ooh. From your perch in the window, you can watch the upper part of the bridge, and you watch the clergy go back and forth across it, and you see that there is no guard positioned on top there. Oh, okay. No guard on top of the bridge. That's good to know. Perfect. Constance, meanwhile, has wandered through the pub uh, and walked out the back, and he's now just wandering around Rome. There's nothing anyone needs to know what happens that night. He gets to see the Colosseum and the Forum, and it's all very exciting. Does he fall in the river again? He does, but it's fine. I mean, it, it's it's great. He has a great time. Uh, he doesn't really understand the things he sees, but he's happy. He feels refreshed when he returns. Because he's covered in water. That's very refreshing. I also will... Uh... We'll be looking out to to see what's see what I can see uh, from my vantage point as well. From your vantage point, you see a thin waspish woman canoodling with a Aryan man. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Interesting. That's not somebody from Rome. Uh, Constance isn't asleep, so we're gonna wake up and he'll be gone. It's by, he, he he curls up um, in, in front of the old Senate building uh, in the steps. This was a lot of fun to record, and this is only part one. We have more parts of the adventure to come, so definitely stay tuned. We've been working within the demands of quarantine to bring you as much as we can per episode, but please bear with us. It takes a lot of work to add all of these audio files together. Now, at the end of the episode, we'd like to give you a little bit of cast and credits, just in case you aren't familiar with the podcasters you are listening to. And if you aren't familiar with them, you definitely should be listening to them. So we have our lovely DM, Fry. Constantine Constantius is played by Jamie of Totalis Rankium. Constans is played by Rob of Totalis Rankium. Milo is played by Ari of Quest Friends. Adesius is played by Josh of Drunk Church History, and Ainsworth is played by me. Also, special thanks to a couple other podcasters who lent us their voice, so thank you very much, David of the Siecla podcast, who played our Exarch, and Courtney of Cult of Domesticity for playing our uh, Tavern Wench. If you'd like to hear any of these podcasts from any of the players that you've heard, we will have a link in our show notes, as well as all the other information that was used to make this adventure. We'll see you next time.